Hey everybody, welcome back to Beyond the Behaviors, Empowering Parents. My name is Erica and we're going to dive back into picking up where we left off from last week's episode. Um, first off, I hope everybody had a great week. It's having a great weekend and um, it's going to be safe out there because today is Halloween. Um, so happy Halloween to all you guys. Um, so... Picking up from last week's episode, I know we were talking um, about kind of how things started to get better for Quincy and um, his daily routines and things like that at school after he kind of started taking flight and things like that out of his classroom. Um, But things really did start to look up for him at school. and daycare was still kind of a work in progress. Uh, Quincy, although school started to improve, he had a, cha- a switch in teachers. Um, and that proved to be pretty great for Quincy. Um, this teacher was um, mobile. His, his teacher prior to that was uh, using a walker. And I remember Quincy telling me, Mommy... Um, I think my teacher's old like my Gigi. <laughs> and I said, why do you say that? And he said, because she has a walker just like Gigi does. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, shockingly enough, I think that he was just smart enough to know like, hey, if I take flight out of this class, she can't catch me. <laughs> and so um, we had a switch of teachers, which um, Quincy also kind of struggles with change a lot of the times, and you kind of have to like pump them up for it, uh, give them a heads up, and just prepare them for it. Otherwise, um, we see a lot of uh, acting out with that, and that tends to be a trigger for him. So um, there was that teacher change, and this teacher was um, able to kind of really meet Quincy at his level and really get into what worked best for him and what style of teaching that she could offer him would work best for him and we saw positive things from that um and so he continued to build the trust and um, prove that he could be trusted to make all of his transitions from uh, specials to classroom from classroom to lunch and from uh, classroom to counselor's office for his end of day checkup and then from the counselor's office to the daycare van um, for him to leave school for the day. Um, He started to actually get uh, like uh, awards and things like that from school. Um, He was uh, class dojo champion twice and then he won a golden ticket for uh, being one of t- five kids out of the whole um, kindergarten through second grade to be respectful remain res- um, remain um, what was it um, honest uh, friendly and um, so that was some really good things that we started to see in this here was just kind of um once we actually decided to give him the medication so we did start seeing some positive things from there um now every day after school Quincy was going to daycare 
and the daycare, like I said, that we had him going to um, in Tempe, they were absolutely awesome. I mean, any daycare would have kicked Quincy out um, from the beginning. Uh, He, like I said, he was flipping furniture. He um, was broke a $3,000 printer, kicking holes in the doors. I mean, he was like chucking wooden blocks at a kid's as soon as their parents would drop them off where like the parents were seeing this happen um and some of them were even talking to the owners saying like you know if till you guys can get that little boy under control my child's not coming back here so while things started to improve at school we were still having a bit of trouble uh with Quincy at daycare and at this time um about a year or so prior to that their pediatrician um Quincy and his twin their pediatrician had actually told me to uh, separate them because the girl twin was not really talking for herself and stuff like that so um they were at separate daycares about like a block literally like a block and a half apart from each other same company same daycare but just separate locations um so my oldest daughter uh at the time I forgot how old she was, but her and Quincy were going to the same location. All three of them were going to the same school. And I started to kind of examine what was going on. And I started to notice that it seemed like, unfortunately, Quincy and uh, Alexis seemed to be triggers to each other. And Alexis being a really big trigger to Quincy. So, um... A lot of times she would be trying to help calm Quincy down while it was really just having the opposite effect for him. Um, He always said he didn't like his teachers. His teachers at the daycare were mean to him, didn't like him and all that stuff. And it usually capped out to be that Quincy wanted to do something and he could no longer do it or the time was up for that you know play area or it was time to come inside um even smaller things like where the teacher would let Quincy help clean up and then there was nothing left for him to clean up and she would ask for the cleaning product back or the the towel or whatever and it would just send him over the edge so um we were working on him really having that positive behavior at daycare so we started having the behavior coaches um come to the daycare and uh, before school and then after school and um to that was more or less for us to really try to influence the positive behavior and the coping skills and really trying to increase his ability to have the positive um, interactions with other kids out in the community. And so, like I said, it did, it kind of worked, but we kept running into issues where now it wasn't so much that his sister was an issue. It was the fact that other kids were talking to his coach and he didn't like that. So um, now that we had uh, his new coach, um, he started you know we had our daily visits twice a week um and he would come to our house after school and um just a reminder this was the third coach that we'd had with the same company and um immediately Quincy really clicked with this coach um and 
it just I could really tell that it was going to be a good relationship for him um and around the time that I he got the new coach um I ended up uh changing the daycare for Quincy um actually because I was trying to really hard to figure out how could I help uh stop the issues that we were having um at the daycare with Quincy and his sister so I ended up placing his older sister at a kid zone which is an after school program that's offered um in the east valley and the schools and um i placed quincy in a separate daycare with his twin sister and because quincy had had a history of when he did go to a daycare with his the twin sister a lot of times it was like in his head if he knew he was gonna get in trouble for hitting kicking spitting um throwing stuff at people yelling at people anything like that to another kid it's almost like he tried to compensate that with oh well I might not get in trouble get in as much trouble if I do those things to my sister so I had told Quincy's dad because his dad was really um keen on having them in the same daycare doing that it was kind of an inconvenience to have to pick them up from two separate ones and I kind of felt well you know like if we have to keep them separate for her sake and for his sake and everything then that's just something that we have to do um but I told his dad you know I will put them in this daycare together but if Quincy starts giving her a hard time and you know putting his hands on her and everything then they need to be separated so we put them in this new daycare and the new daycare, um, you know, I am always a thousand percent upfront with any facility that I'm going to place Quincy in because I want them to be prepared. I want them to know how to handle him. I know, want them to know what we're doing at home to try and, you know, uh, get a handle of things and everything. And so I let them know, you know, he was diagnosed with ADHD in November 2019. Um, and... Um, I let them know that he uh, he tends to, it's almost like his brain is just moving so fast that a lot of times he'll forget what you say. So it's constant redirection all the time, every day that you have to do. Um, he'll get upset at, um, if sometimes it's telling him no, if he can't keep on doing something, if there's something he wants, he's super persistent. Um, he'll find any way it's like tunnel vision to get what he wants if there's something that he knows he can have um and I just kind of went down the list and let them know how he was and this is what we're doing at home and then I asked you know um at any place I will ask you know, about the behavior coach are you guys okay with having the behavior coach come into the facility um because if any of you don't know this um it is a question to ask because of what I found is um a good amount of daycares will allow you to have the behavior coaches come into the facility um but you have to have to add them onto like their their blue cards the kids blue cards or um they might make want you to sign you and the behavior coach to sign like a release of information so that um they know legally that they're okay to allow someone else into the facility and um be talking about health and things like that with your child um, and in my opinion, this really kind of helped us to, um, 
keep things full circle with Quincy because although we could not have a behavior coach at the date at the school with Quincy um we they could be there actually but they couldn't like speak to Quincy they had to really just be there more for observation and a lot of schools really operate that way so um you can push and push and push but I'll tell you right now um if that's the way it is that's kind of just the way that it is um there are other type of doctors or, you know, their therapists and things like that who really just observation is all they need to do. Um, and then they can work with him outside of that. But we really needed um, Quincy to be observed and then caught in the middle of an action um, and reminded on what he could do and things like that. So the new daycare, they said, um, you know, we don't care. <laughs> he can come every day, all day. He can sit in here with Quincy. Um, and so I let his coach know that. And, um, you know, he started sitting with Quincy for like four or five hours um, on the days of his visit and really looking at what it was. And once we started having that happen, mind you, um, school was still going good at this time and this is actually right before uh the whole coronavirus thing happened um so this was like in january of this year of 2020 and um so he was going and observing or watching quincy in the class and stuff and um it was very quick to see that the daycare environment for him, although it was awesome that they were allowing him to come into the daycare and spend as much needed time with Quincy, um, we quickly realized that um, the classroom was just so chaotic. And although there were two teachers in there, the environment was just not toxic for kids, but really kind of uh, toxic for Quincy. Um, and unfortunately, he was there for a couple months, not long, but um, his coach and I both, dad, stepmom, all of us were really quick to see that that was the case. Um, it was just too easy for a lot of things to be going on in his brain and so easy for him to get agitated. Um, a lot of not so good influences with um, other kids that were in the class. So Quincy was actually starting to get in more trouble. Like every day we were hearing something, even if it was minute, something minute, such as like, um, he uh, was raising his voice and constantly not listening to the teacher or um you know something more serious as to he you know took a um took a basketball and threw it at the back of somebody's head you know outside and so those are things that we little things we or that we started seeing um not really little <laughs> throwing a basketball at somebody's head but you get what i'm saying um and so we once um the coronavirus happened and the kids were still going to or it started to happen um they right before it fully kicked into effect um we had our first like major thing episode at the new daycare and um really the teachers didn't notify me about anything and um 
this really was an issue for me and everyone that knows me knows that I ask for every droplet of information if you can give it to me. Um, if you don't think it's a big deal, this may be a big deal for us. This may be a big deal for my son. Um, we need to know everything because his support team, everything that you know, I've gotten in place for my son, for Quincy, um, we operate in a way where our service plans, our way of direction, it is all based on what I see, what his behavior coaches see, what his teacher sees, what um, the counselor sees, what a daycare teacher sees. And if someone's not doing their due diligence, their part to say, this is what we saw today, this is what we saw throughout the week or whatever the case is, then we can't properly help him. We can't know exactly what it is that we need to be working on, continuing to work on, focusing less on. And so I'm stupid picky about that with uh, teachers and stuff like that and honestly that is how you have to be you know no a lot of times people don't understand a lot of people don't understand how serious something like this is and how fast things can go south if you don't know about certain things and so um in this case uh I got a call from his dad um and this was in uh, I'd say towards the end of February. Um, yeah, towards the end of February, early March. Um, and definitely towards the end of February. But um, I got a call from dad, um, kind of, uh, excuse my French, losing his shit. And um, <laughs> I'm kind of like, uh, it, whatever's what if there's something major going on at daycare and stuff I'm gonna let dad know despite what the dynamic of our relationship might be at the time and so the way he thinks he was telling me and yelling and freaking out and everything um I'm like what are you talking about I'm no one's ever told me any of this no one a teacher at the daycare was basically saying that Quincy was like a nightmare child um that he every day at the daycare was just extremely harder than it should be because Quincy was there he wasn't uh, he was standing up and and yelling and saying a cuss words on the daycare ban he was being rude to his sister um they said that he picked up a chair and was trying to throw it or did throw it um and just stuff like that and I'm thinking to myself whoa I was getting reports of little other stuff but nothing like this and this is big this is big so I called his behavior coach and I said his dad just called me and apparently there are all these things that have been taking place at the daycare um do you have time to meet tomorrow because I obviously want the daycare to know what I want the I want the the his behavior coach to hear what they're saying Quincy's doing and then for them to tell his behavior coach what it is they're doing to either try to soothe him to stop it from happening um to calm him down what things like that and then his behavior coach and I can say okay this is what we're practicing with him this is how we're trying to teach him to deal with it this is what we're trying to get in his head and for Quincy everything is a huge huge sense of repetition so um, his behavior coach and I went to the daycare and, um, you know, we were speaking with the director and 
what kind of struck struck <laughs> what kind of struck me <laughs> as um what kind of made me upset was when she explained to me why she did not tell me about Quincy throwing a chair um, was because they didn't think it was that big of a deal. I'm sorry. If a child is in a class throwing a chair at anyone or anything, that is a problem, especially a child who you have already been um, advised that they have a mental health challenge. They have something going on. So that's not something that's not a big deal. That is saying loud and clear that this child has been triggered. This child is having um, uh, a, a moment. They're having, they're, they're freaking out. And so um, both the behavior coach and I were looking at each other like, what did this lady just say? <laughs> and um, so I said, okay, look, Um, it may not be a big issue to you. However, to the team that he has working behind him right now, that is a huge issue that we did not know that this kid was in here throwing chairs. It was a huge issue that we did not know that he was, um, belittling his sister, the way he was talking to her and cussing and things like that. These are things that we need to know about no matter how big of an issue that you think they are not. Your thought process in my head, in in my mind, this is what I'm saying. And this is why I felt the way I felt. I asked for a specific thing, which was, and I have the whole right. You have the right to ask this to anybody that is watching your child. I asked if anything was going on, a behavior, if he was having some kind of a freak out, you need to tell me. I want to know, I need to know what is going on with my child when I am not there because this is not small. And that is basically what I kind of explained to her. We didn't know. I don't care if you have to call me. I don't care if I need to come up here and talk to him. I don't care what it is. You know, just you need to tell me. And so his behavior coach kind of asked, you know, what are you guys doing for him when he is having these, you know, freak out moments? Um, because this is what we're working on. This is what we're doing. This is what I tell him. Enlisting Quincy's coping skills t- to him. Um, and so from there, uh, we kind of started to run into, we ran into um, another issue with Quincy. And this was a little, this was a, definitely more serious. Um, and this actually happened uh this happened twice prior the the previous year um and so we kind of had to nip it in the bud asap but i'm going to touch on that um probably in the next episode uh, because there's a little bit that happened in between that um but uh once we left the daycare and left the the you know director and all the director and the teachers with that taste kind of in their mouth on really what we're asking for and our expectations um, we, things got better with them, you know, letting me know what was, excuse me, what was going on and letting dad know what was going on. However, Quincy's behaviors really didn't, they kind of started coasting at a, um, okay, but not okay kind of behaviors that we were having every day. Um, so 
with that, I'm going to leave you guys with that. Um, and we're going to talk more um, in my next episode about um, the other behaviors that we were starting to see at the daycare and um, how dad and I really started to feel that the medication that he was is on was on which is guafacine one milligram twice a day once in the morning once in the afternoon um how it started to seem like that medication was not really working or maybe that um his body was getting used to it and it just wasn't having the same effect um so we'll touch more on that and we'll get into um uh what we kind of started doing how uh the pandemic really had an effect on the coaching sessions we had his therapy sessions I'll introduce that to you guys and how therapy started and where we are at with therapy now and um then we'll get into the 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 real serious um things that we started to see with Quincy that happened twice last year um and once this year um and we'll talk a little more about some of the CFTs and things like that so lot more information to come um but this episode i hope that um you guys continue to tune in as always and um i will catch you guys next time thanks again for listening and you guys have a great happy halloween